All right, all right. Hey, guys, what's going on? Chris Alquez here. I'm feeling really excited about what I have going on. It's been 290 days since I was last here. I'm excited about that. I stepped away on May 13th, 2021 to write a book. And guess what? The book is done. So I'm owning it, right? I'm owning it. I've established something for myself. And that is that I'm able to actually continue to grow as a person. What I, I mean, I've learned so much. And it was funny. I've been sitting there thinking about, well, the book's done. It's out in print. It's at Amazon and all the digital download places, right? You can just check it out. It's called Living and Traveling in an RV, The Ultimate Survival Guide. And again, like everything else I've done, it is a test of my endurance. Because like you, I wake up every day and I get these crazy ideas in my head and 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 unlike you, I put it I publicly announce it. I'm like, I'm 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 going to do this now, world. And guess what happens? Now I'm stuck. And there's a lot of people out there go, oh, what's he up to now? Because I get that too. I have a lot of friends and they look at me and they say, wow, what now, Huck is? What are you doing now, Huck is? I'm living. I'm, a, I'm waking up every day and I'm finding reasons to be excited and energized. I want, and, the, and my goal, the goal is simple. My goal is to wake up every day like it's Christmas morning, like it's my birthday, like it's my anniversary, like today's the day I get my brand new truck. And there's a recipe for that, and that's what this podcast is about. That's what this whole story, the book, and all the social media posts, that's really what it's about. It's not about me saying, oh, you're wrong because you own a house. It's about saying, does that does owning that house, does being in that life that you're in giving you the feeling that you get when you're getting ready to go snowboarding? When you're skiing, when you're golfing, when you're getting excited because you and the guys are getting ready to go on a weekend fishing trip. You got the beer and you got the food and you got the beer and you got the Jameson, right? Just because it doesn't feel that way or just because you you, you haven't experienced it doesn't mean it isn't possible. Is it always, heck yeah, is it always unicorns and lollipops? Hell no, it's not. So here's the plan. First thing I want to look back because reflection and being uh, being aware of where you are is a great way to establish where you need to be, right? You can't get there if you don't identify where you are now because you can't define the path. So let's start out by looking at it. Look, how was your how was your weekend? Because this is a Monday show, and the reason it's Monday is because you're facing an entire week, and I want to give you something to work on during that week, right? The struggle most of us face is unlike me who spends on average two, three hours a day just reflecting on who I am, projects I'm working on, what is possible for me, how to get there. You have to change your mindset so you capture that same that same attitude, right? There's no difference between you and Elon Musk except for Elon Musk and so many other extremely successful people have the ability to take an idea and run with it and execute and execute and they fail and they execute and they fail right can you imagine you being able to wake up and say hey you know i was doing some research and i think we want to move to barcelona spain or i was doing some research and i'm thinking about maybe building us a saudi or a a a straw built house out in out in the desert and it's going to all be self-contained right what do you think you're going to happen when you tell your friends about it Same thing that happens every time I post a video about my book or about the podcast coming back on or anything like that. People look at you and they go, oh, yeah, right. What are you doing now? What are you doing now? Right. 
The cool part is when you get past it and you're doing it for the right reasons, guess what happens? You're energized. You're like hell. You know, I mean, think about it. That's the fuel, right? That's the fuel that makes us successful. It's that finding those things and chasing those things that energize us to the point that we just cannot stop ourselves. Now, where's the disconnect? Why are you accepting the life you live in? Why do, did I accept the life I was living when, I, when there are so many other supposed options, as I'm saying? Well, it's simple. If you don't look at yourself, because you are the center of your universe, right? As long as you're not drawing your inspiration from within yourself, from within your ideas and your own thoughts, you don't ever get familiar enough with who you are and what you truly love to go after it. And what is the media doing? What is everything around you doing? It is trying to keep you from thinking about yourself. I'll give you a minute. I mentioned here on, I have a, I mean, a Facebook group called Real People. And I mentioned on the group last night before the podcast that I was scared. I had knots in my stomach and I'm thinking, God, I don't want to fail. And I really want it to be better than it was when I left it, right? My, my stomach was turning and my mouth was dry. But when I was thinking about it and I was getting all nervous and I actually thought about not doing it and just jump and ship like I do with everything I do. I was thinking when we were out rock climbing, my daughter and my son-in-law and my kids, we were out rock climbing. I was feeling the same exact way. And that was a choice. And if it is exhilarating and is exciting and you don't want to do it and you're not sure if you can and then you'd we clip in and you start climbing and you're feeling powerful and you're feeling strong and you just repeat that because it's amazing but yet in a situation like this it's just something to avoid no it's not this is an opportunity for because to become better so let's turn this around let's talk about you there are three steps to success there are three steps and you're going to hear me say this over and over again in every podcast that i that we have that you listen to and it's because these are so fundamental to your success that they have to be ingrained in your thinking the first step to success is going to be having the ability to identify what you should be doing where what direction your life should be taking and where this problem where the problem comes in is when you pick something that doesn't provide the fuel necessary to get there think about it you can't go anywhere until you put fuel in your tank right and as you probably know the amazing things that you get today the amazing things that you're waiting for today they soon become the average right i mean an example is the rv life we travel around in this RV and it's really great. It's cool to hook up and there's exhilaration and energy when I'm sitting there and we're driving down the road and we're headed to, to Florida or we're headed to Grand Rapids, Michigan, or we're just anywhere we're going, right? There's energy. And as excited as you are when you arrive, eventually that excitement drains away and pretty soon it's just the new norm, the new average. Our relationships are exactly the same way. Think about how excited, how energized you were when you first met. Oh my God, you couldn't keep your hands off of each other, right? And then over time, 10 years, 15 years, or in our case, 40, almost 42 years, um, it's just the new norm. And with that comes a drop in energy. 
I mean, you don't you don't treat your wife anything or your husband anything like you did when you first met when you were trying to catch them, right? When you were hoping they'd ask you out, you over there smiling, sending them emojis and doing all that, right? No. The point in this is if you don't continually examine yourself and continue to grow based on your new direction and what you've learned and things you still want to experience, you don't get that rush of energy it takes to get there. Think about it. All right. And and the way this works, it's all about self-actualization. It's all about you spending time with you till you pick the right thing. Podcast, mm, I think right now it's the right thing. The reason I say that is because, well, number one, I love to talk. If you haven't noticed that, I've been known to make a person's ears bleed. I love the public stage. I love the thrill and the challenge of doing things other people aren't doing. So that's, that's all balled up in this. And of course, there's the other reason that as far as I'm concerned, the story I continue to tell myself is by the time I get done, I'm going to be the most amazing podcaster there ever was. Look out, Joe Rogan. Look out, um, uh, Tony Robbins. Anyone else out there on the platform right now? I'm going to be a leader among men. I'm going to be someone that everybody knows. Now, how do you feel about that? Right? That's, that's a tough statement to make. But how else do you find the energy and the motivation to go beyond where you are i don't mind lying to myself that's the reason i'm back to working out um getting ready for coming back just a little backstory getting ready for coming back to the podcast i actually was i've been walking and talking i call it my walk and talk and what it does is it gives me time to think about who i am and what my life looks like and more than that it gives me time to escape the noise and the barrage of information that's coming to me long enough to figure out how it feels to be where I'm going, how it feels to be pursuing the things I'm pursuing. You don't, there's a reason you're not doing amazing things that inspire you to wake up excited. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to lay there in bed at night and wake up with things on your mind, why not have it be something that's like, hell yeah. I mean, think about it. Even now, let's say you snowboard, right? And out of the blue, your buddies from college or someone calls, hey, dude, we're going to be in town. You want to go snowboarding? What a rush. You're, you're getting scared. You're like, you don't want to ask your partner because it's like, oh, man, anybody, what if she says no, right? But you go ahead and you get your nerve and you ask and she surprises you and she goes, yeah, yeah, you know what? You, you need that, right? There you are. You had a hard day's work. And before that phone call, you was you was sitting there in your chair drinking your beer, didn't have an ounce of energy for anything. That phone call comes in. You are out of the chair, got your jacket on, got your shoes on. You're out the door digging around trying to find your stuff. You're trying to find your helmet. And you're trying to find your gloves, right? Don't have to worry about you getting up early. She ain't going to have to set the double alarm because you're not going to even be able to sleep that night. There you are, 35 years old, haven't been on the slope in 18 months, and you're like, oh, man. That's what I'm talking about when I say living your best life. Well, you say, well, you can't apply that to my work. I mean, and, and I get that, right? I worked in a federal prison for 23 and a half years. Talk about a tough job. But even when the job is tough, even when you're facing things you don't believe you can handle, you can't, don't believe that you can overcome, you're thinking, can I do 23 and a half years of this? You can if what that job provides you is good enough, right? 
five days on the job, five days working in that prison, if I made the weekends rock, if I rock my weekends, if I rock my evenings, the time that I have away from that job because of what the because of the resources that job gives me, I win. And there's the ticket. So what is it? What's your thing? Finding your thing? How does it make you feel? And the and the truth is, now this is where we get caught up. Well, I can't do that. I can't do that. Why not? Here's this. Let's start simple. Something really easy. Let's say you like to play golf. You love golf. You you like to play golf. And if you could, you would play golf every weekend. How do you make that happen? Every weekend playing golf? You, you set the goal and you stand up every day and the question you ask yourself all day, every day is when am I going to get to the point where I get to play golf every weekend? And then you tell yourself stories about how great it's going to be and that self-actualization that I keep talking about. That's where you see it in your mind. You're like, oh man, it's going to be so friggin' cool every Saturday when I get to play golf. I love golf. Oh man, you tell all your friends about it. You talk to your wife about it, your partner about it, and, and they're over there. Then they kind of look at you funny because it's kind of a, you know, the more excited you can get. And then what happens when you start playing golf every weekend it makes the stuff you have to do a lot better it makes it a lot easier for you to wake up on monday morning and jump in the car and fight traffic and go do what you do that's a ticket now execution can be tough and see, that's where we we fall down. At New Year's Day, New Year's resolutions are a prime example. Are you still on your New Year's resolution? Hell, we're not even we're just we're not even through um, uh, March yet, right? And here we are. We're looking at our resolutions. Are you there yet? It's been a few months. The reason we fail to pursue the things we love to do, the things we want to do, is because the story isn't big enough. The goal is not big enough. We do not connect ourselves with that, with a story, with an image of what our life's going to look like once we get done. Right? Think about it. Now, I'm waking up every day, and granted, this podcast is probably not the format. We're going to change some stuff up, and I'm kind of winging it here on the first time back. But by the time you get done, I, what, I, what it would be nice for you to do is pick something today that you want to do. That you've been thinking about doing and regardless of how many excuses or how many reasons you have for not doing it just think about it and think about well i could i could plan i could i guess i could if I want to go to school i could do some research and see where the schools are kind of get an idea how much it costs me and in the meantime you build this story about how much better your life is going to be when you're when if that thing that you're just talking about might happen right it's by building that story that you get energized and by taking action and, and, and talking about it and ingraining that new attitude. And before you know it, the more you focus on it, the more you think about it, and the more you ponder it, and the more you learn about it, the more ingrained it becomes and the easier it becomes to, be, to become a reality, right? I remember, I remember two years ago, I was talking about writing a book. I'm writing a book. And, and I kept thinking, well, man, if I could write, the, write a book, then I could be on a New York Times bestsellers list. And Oprah Winfrey could, could feature my book on her, on her show, right? Is that reality? It is if, that's the, if it provides the motivation, the fuel for me to get it done. And guess what? It worked. 
this podcast i don't know i'm i don't know if you've noticed if you go back to the other podcast if you listen to the quality of my voice i've really been working on trying to develop a cleaner clearer method of speaking i am obviously not trained and are very articulate when it comes to that but again what happens if someone wants me on their show? I don't want to be over there sounding all squeaky and hesitating and going um and ah. Again, it's about the story. It's about the story. So let's slow her down a little bit. I want to think about this for a minute now. In this very moment right now, how do you feel? How do you feel? And you don't have to make any excuses or just if you drop into that that defensive attitude as where, well, I love my life and you don't know anything about it and I don't want to do that's 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 not because of me. That's because you're not ready for it. But there are people, I guarantee you, there are people who wake up every day who are ready for it. So take a minute, if you're not driving, close your eyes for a second and visualize if you could do anything right now that would affect positive change in your life, what would it be? Create that image in your mind and then start to ponder that and ask yourself what you could do to make that happen. And we can go back to the golf thing or maybe maybe, uh, maybe you want a, an amazing relationship. Maybe your relationship is just settled into the average, right? It's just you're just clicking along, going through the routine. You're not really feeling that buzz of excitement that you used to when you first got together. Maybe that's the goal. Can you imagine what it would be like to have a relationship where you tell your partner, hey, listen, I've been thinking about this. Instead of them feeling a, a bit of jealousy or resentment because they're working and they, they got all this stuff on their plate and all of a sudden you want to go play golf every Saturday. Can you imagine having a relationship where they say, wow, that sounds cool. Good for you. Wow. All right. What do you, well, can I help? What, 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 what can we do to get you there? I call that the first responder. You're the first responder in your relationship, right? And how would you create that? Well, it starts with trust. It starts with reconnecting. And, and that's as simple as saying, hey, baby, guess what? I'm ready to do something different. No, I'm tired of working so hard. I'm tired of fighting at every turn. I'm tired of fighting money. We need to, I want to I improve your life. And I want you to help me improve mine. So let's talk about it. Let me ask you a question what would you like to do? What do you want to change in your life in the next two years? What amazing thing would you be able to look back and say, hey, look, at this, was, this is what we did. And that, that's where it starts, right? That's where it starts. That's where you wake up and you're like, oh, man, I can't believe it. Wow. Wow. And right now, I mean, I'm trying to rein in the horses and bring this thing back down and find my voice because when I sit down here, I'm so, I'm so damn energized by what this thing has done for me. It's like, I got to tell them, I got to tell them. If you want that kind of a relationship, ask your partner what they need. Hey, baby, what would, what would make you feel better about me going out and doing the things I love? Well, you could help out around the house. You could do dishes. You could love me more. You could take care of me, you could afford me the same option, right? And then you just take that first step and you say, all right, baby, guess what? You know what? Sit down. I got the dishes. No, baby, here. Why don't you go down? Why don't you go grab a beer? Jim called her. Why don't you just tell him, go meet you down and have a beer? Can you imagine how freaked out you would be if your friend Jim had been the source of arguments between you and your partner? 
because you're always talking to him and he's interrupting your life and and he or she your partner never gets to go do anything can you imagine how incredible it would be for the for you to tell your partner oh no 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 you know what i'm changing up i'm going to help you be a better person i'm going to help you enjoy your life more when you think about sandy and i so my wife and i got married when she was 16. I was 18. We had a baby on the way. Didn't know a damn thing. We were both high school dropouts. I was dumber than a box of rocks. Oh, it was tough. And 41 years later, we're sitting here now. And, and the scariest part about this whole thing that we do together is when you get a great relationship, when you get to that point where the, there is no, no, there's no reason to argue. Okay, there's I support her in everything she does and she supports me and we're best of friends. With a downside, the downside is that when you love someone that much, saying goodbye is going to be tough. And if you're not good at goodbyes, maybe you just don't need to be that good of friends. I don't know. I think that's in a way that'd be kind of active foreboding joys, as Brene Brown would say. I don't know. It's been an adventure. So we've been, let's see, we left when I quit doing the podcast. I think we were in Colorado. In the last 290 days, we have been to Colorado, South Dakota, Wisconsin, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, Traverse City, Michigan, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and now we're sitting in Mesa, Arizona. In April, we head south. We go to an RV park between Galveston and, I don't know if it's Aransas Pass, but it's Padre Island, right? Beautiful little RV park, kind of out of the way, not real popular, but just a great place to stay. Then we head back to Colorado for five months, and then it's off to Florida for the winter. And that only happens because we wake up and we continue to ask ourselves, where are we going? right where are we going <laughs> and what's funny is literally as a full-timer that is a question that has to be answered now when you settle into your life when you got your house and the car and the kids and your time and and their money are about all used up you don't have anything left that's not a question most people ask themselves because today is set tomorrow is set and the day after that the week after that the month and even the year is set if you have a mortgage and you have car payments, you know for at least the next five years, you're not making any real big changes, right? And you don't have to. But how do you take your life from where it is now to the point that you get to wake up every day excited about something you get to do? Maybe it is just playing golf every weekend. Maybe it is spending time with your boy fishing out on the lake in the evenings. Maybe it's spending time with your partner, your wife, your husband out on the lake, sipping beers, fishing five nights a week. Screw the lawn. All right, I'm going to get into that a little bit. I've said this before, but there are a lot of things we do that we actually haven't really thought through why we do them, right? Imagine this. I imagine there's someone out there who is a fisherman. You fished all your life. You love fishing. You love everything about it, right? An example of how misdirected we are, that, 
there are fishermen that love fishing out there that have big old yards and big old houses and their weekends are consumed by a bunch of things they don't love to do. And where do you get, what do you get? Do you, where's the fuel to drive you forward? Imagine for a second that you switch that around and that fisherman says, well, I really love fishing. And then the first thing they realize as, a, as an individual is, man, it'd be a good idea if I found someone, a partner that I shared my life with who loved fishing. That'd be cool, right? I guarantee you there wouldn't be any argument about getting a bass boat. There wouldn't be any argument about you keeping the size of your house and the impact financially and time-wise that the purchase of a house has on your ability to go fishing. And the cool part is that you will never be better at anything than you are at the things you love. Take a look. Chuck Liddell, Oprah Winfrey. I mean, there's a list of people, famous people, and we always say, wow, that's amazing. I wish I could, right? I wish I could, right? It's really not that amazing. What it is, is these people went ahead and said, you know what? Instead of me being like everybody else, I'm going to be more like me. I'm going to be an awesome version of myself. Good or bad, guess what? I'm here, right? Good or bad, I'm here. Now, you don't have to be here, but I'm here because in my mind, the story that surrounds everything I do is the same. I am going to change the world. I'm going to change my life if I can. For those of you who are willing to jump on this train and ride this thing out, if you just follow a few things, it'll change your life. It'll change your thinking. If there's anything I've learned about RV life, it's that it teaches us to embrace what we have because I don't have a garage full of stuff. And 90% of the stuff that I have in this RV, I touch every month at the least. Some things I use every day, but there's no wasted space. There's no wasted money. There's no wasted time. I'm not mowing lawn. And that's the biggest scam. If I could, get, if I could figure out how they did it, right? So here we are, they're selling us the American dream back in the 40s, 50s, 30s, whatever, whenever that trend started with the, you know, I just have this vision in my head of this this gal with a, a, a bun hairdo and she's got the yellow dress, almost like uh, uh, George Jetson's wife, right? Or Judy Jetson, that's a perfect example, right? And she got the house and there's a pretty car and there's lawn and there's dad out there mowing and he's got a big old grin on his face. Let me ask you a question. How is it that they actually convinced us that it was worth our time, that the, the, the energy benefit of going out every day and mowing a lawn is something we should all do? I mean, granted, there are some, there are some of you out there who love to do gardening, love your yard, and you are truly inspired by what you do. But most of us, we start that lawnmower and we're thinking to ourselves, oh God, I wish this was over. We should actually hire someone to do this. That's what we should do, right? And yet we do it in part because, well, everybody else is doing it, right? Everybody else is showing up every day doing it, so it's got to be right. What we've missed in all this because of all the noise that comes at us every day is what about what we want? I was out there mowing a lawn and all I'm thinking about is mountain biking, about doing digital art on my computer, about all the things I wish I was doing, which is 
I mean, I don't know. I'm not you, but I would imagine that you think the same thing. So the question is, why do you continue to mow the lawn? And the answer is, it's because it will be, it's easier than doing something else. That is, until you find the right thing. If you got rid of your lawn and in return for getting rid of your lawn, you could spend every Saturday fishing or hiking or mountain biking. Would that entice you to get rid of the lawn? If you could sell your house and downsize like we did, so instead of having a massive house to clean, it takes us about an hour to clean our entire house. If that would allow you to go exploring places you've never been or to learn new things or to maybe go back to school and improve, and improve your income, increase your knowledge base. Is that the incentive that you need? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, except for the fact that if there was anything you should take from this, it's you're not done. And if you feel like you're done and you've settled in, it's only because you haven't reached out there and started looking for something to be inspired about. And guarantee you don't have to ask the world for permission. You don't have to spend your time concerning yourself with other people will think. And you certainly don't have to spend your time wrapped up in any of the negative attitudes that keep us from success. Guilt and shame and worry. Life will take care of you if you allow it. Life will take care of you if you know yourself well enough to define a path that fits. I guarantee it. I promise it. And it, when you think about it, like the book and me learning how to publish a book and the podcast and the YouTube channel, um, RV Survival Guy and all the things I've done, they add value to my life. They add energy to my life and I'll continue to learn from it. So, I don't know. I'm going to clean this bad boy up i'm gonna spend this next week thinking about all the things that we get to do and hopefully you'll join me you got a day a whole week ahead of you it might be five days six days but when you look towards that week if nothing else when you start thinking about that weekend start planning something start planning something amazing where you're like, hell yeah. So at the end of the weekend, next Monday, when we meet back up here, guess what? You can actually sit there and go, hell yeah, he was right. I spent all week figuring out how we could do something that just adds fuel to our tank, makes the days of the week worth it. All that hard work you do every week worth it. And I guarantee you, before you know it, you'll be standing on top of your own mountain. So I don't know. Oh, one more note just before I go. Guess what? As adding to the inspiration. So the next step for me is is to start doing speaking engagements. So if you actually would like me to show up, share a little bit of advice, have a conversation. It'll benefit you. And I guarantee I can always use more friends. Just reach out to me. You can contact me on at uh, your best life defined at gmail.com shoot me an email let me know what you're about if you'd like to hear something about the show or it's something to talk about or pick a subject that you'd like to hear me speak about maybe give you some advice feel free to do that as well i'm going to keep showing up the show format itself is going to be every monday morning the goal is to give you something to think about give you an opportunity to reflect on who you are where you are and where you want to be all right all right well guys guess what it's about over for me i think i've been here for about 31 minutes you should be at work by now be sure to do yourself a favor take some time to ask yourself questions shut all that noise off just long enough for you to figure something out to pick something that will make your life 
feel better than it does right now. Does that mean anything about your life is bad? That's that's a decision you're going to have to make. But I guarantee you, put some fuel in your tank by doing something that you love to do and you become unstoppable. Be safe. Be kind. Pray for those people, for those in Ukraine. There's a lot of people in the world that need our help right now. So until next time, my name's Chris Hawkes, and this is Your Best Life Defined.